Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asia-Pacific stocks are trading higher this morning with Japan leading the way at 0.61%, Korea up by 0.63% and Australia is up by 0.8%. Now, overnight on Wall Street, investors are shrugging off fears of further lockdowns in China after the country reported its first COVID deaths since May. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closed 1.18% and that's higher at 34,098 points. The Nasdaq Composite also gained 1.36% to end off at 11,174 points. The S&P 500 also rose 1.36% to close in at 4,003 points and that marks its first close above the 4,000 level since September. Now this comes as traders shift their focus on some strong earnings report and bet on the possibility of an easing in monetary policy from the Fed going forward. And of course, this ultimately drove the rally overnight. But on the earnings front, we are seeing some mixed results that led to few big stock moves. Best Buy, they popped about 12.8% after the electronics retailer hiked its 2023 fiscal outlook. ANF, Abercrombie & Fritch, the American Eagle Outfitters rose 21.4% and nearly 18.2% respectively on their earnings beats. On the flip side, we're seeing Zoom falling roughly 3.9% and Dollar Tree slipping 7.8% after they reported disappointing earnings and lower than expected outlook respectively. Now, stocks were also helped by easing bond yields as investors' attention turned towards 2023. Now, on the other hand though, Chinese stocks are facing a lot of pressures this week on rising COVID-19 cases and signs of new restrictions. The Golden Dragon Index of US-listed China shares fell for a third consecutive session and it is now seeing an 8% wipeout from the benchmark. On that note, reports that Ant Group faces a more than $1 billion fine from China's central bank triggered a speculation the company, which is partly owned by Alibaba, would rekindle an attempt to list its shares. For today though, investors will be reviewing the latest Fed minutes for insight into the central bank's approach on monetary policy ahead of the December meeting. And earlier this month, if you remember, the central bank had approved a fourth consecutive 075 percentage point hike and that brought rates to their highest level since 2008. And economists are now forecasting a half percentage point increase in December and smaller rate hikes next year. Investors will also be watching out for the release of the latest jobless claims data and that might provide some clues as to how interest rate hike might, might be approached in the coming months. In other news, the U.S. Treasury Department has issued a new guidance about policies on the maritime transport of Russian oil ahead of a planned price cap in early December. Now, the, the guidance, which complements the U.K.'s new release policies, outlines how U.S. service providers can continue carrying Russian seaborne oil that was loaded before December 5th while complying with strategic price cap that the oil devised by the G7 countries, the EU and Australia. That so-called price gap coalition is actually aimed to deprive Russia of a funding source to continue its war against Ukraine. And the guidance says that the guidance says that service providers were not financially penalized for the transport of crude oil of Russian origin loaded and shipped prior to 12.01 a.m. on Eastern Time on December the 5th and unloaded at the destination port prior to 12.01 a.m. at the Eastern Time on January 19th. They added that the price cap coalition has not decided on how much to cap on the price of the oil, but it will be set after the technical exercise conducted by the coalition. 
And that's all we are tracking on the overseas market. And now let's take it back home. We are currently 10 minutes into the local trading day and it looks like things are panning out nicely for Singapore as well with the Straits Times Index up by 0.56%, trading at 3,277 points. Now, here are some stocks for you to watch out for. First up on the list, Capital Corporation. Asset manager BlackRock has become a substantial shareholder of the conglomerate after a related entity purchased 87,600 shares for about $650,000 or roughly $7.43 per share. Now, BlackRock's stake in Capital was lifted to 5% from $4.99% after the purchase and it now holds a deemed interest of about 87.7 million capital shares through some 20 related entities. Yang Zhejiang Financial announced that it will partner Temasek-backed Helicornia Capital to invest in Singaporean and Southeast Asian small and medium enterprises. It will contribute about $80 million to the fund which has a target size of up to $150 million. And finally, EC World Estate Investment Trust. Its board of directors has assessed that the trust will remain a going concern as the manager says that it was in discussions with the lead lenders of the existing offshore and onshore bank loans to refinance the remaining amount of the loan facilities that are maturing by end of April next year. The REIT manager will also be making further announcements if there are material developments with warrant disclosure. And that's all we're tracking for you on the local markets. Do keep it with here with us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app, that's A-W-E-D-I-O, available on Google Play or the App Store.